Welcome to the Our Infinite God podcast. This podcast exists to encourage the local church to right thinking and right actions by meditating on God. We believe that right understanding of our infinite God will give us a clearer picture of everything else. My name is Alex Cook. My name is Philip Long. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, man. Hey. We're really doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I am pumped and excited about this. Excited for how God's going to use this. So yeah, thanks me too. for sitting down with me. All right. So, um, what's the goal of this podcast? Yeah. So, we've been bouncing around this idea for a little while. And um, yeah, I think both of us, we've said we really benefited from other people's podcasts. So, we just wanted to do one on our own. And just to say again what we just said in the intro, this is what we're doing. This podcast is, seeks to encourage the local church to right thinking and right actions by meditating on our infinite God. And then the part two of this is because we believe that a right understanding of our infinite God will give us a clearer picture of everything else. So let's take this first episode and explain that a little bit more. So Alex, tell me, who is this podcast for? Okay, well, that's easy, everyone. Deal. All right, moving on. <laughs> no, tell me a little more about that. Okay, so it's it's for everyone because the goal of this podcast is to talk about our infinite God. And everyone, Christians believe, that everybody's made in the image of God. And so, um, but our aim, to be more specific, is to uh, have this for Bible-believing cr- Christians. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Christians, we're all a part of a church, or at least we're supposed to be, right? Yeah. Um, but in today's world, there's a big misunderstanding about what the church is and what the church isn't. So, can you take just a minute, tell me, what? how would you define the local church? Okay, yeah, that's a great question. Um, and so, the church is God's people gathered together to push against the darkness, and so, and by darkness, I mean the sin in this world, um, alcoholism, alcoholism, uh, pornography, slander. Uh, Christians are a group of people who are saved by grace, saved by Christ uh, from their sins, and uh, they're banded together to push back the darkness. And that means pushing back sin, but that also means proclaiming the truth. Amen. And so a lot of people look at church as like, oh, that's just a building uh, I visit once a week. Well, that's not the church. The church is the people um, who are saved by God. And so our aim is, is for this podcast is for those people, the church, everyone, but specifically the church and uh, how they can benefit from knowing God. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, like you said, this is for everybody but specifically the local church, we want to equip them. We want to, we want to be speaking to Christians who are part of the church for that reason. So that's good. Um, so let me ask you, is this for new believers? Uh, yes. What about the mature believer? Um, yes. All right. Seminary graduates? Um, yes. And middle school students? Yes. And going back to what you said, uh, new believers and mature believers, that reminds me of a sermon I listened to earlier today where he was talking about... Um, babies in Christ, yeah. uh, infants, and how, um, you know, a lot of times we can lose patience with new believers because, like, why don't you understand this? But um, it's, you know, it's in our Bibles where it talks about how um, 
when you first are saved, you're a new believer, you're a baby, you're an infant in the faith. And so you can't digest some of the deeper things. You need need to start with milk. And so we need to have patience with other believers so that they can digest the milk, so they can build up to some of the deeper things. So with that said, this podcast is aimed at growing deeper wherever you're at yep. uh, on that spectrum. So everybody, if they're, in, if they're a Christian and they're in the church, they're going to want to learn more about God. And so that's the purpose of this podcast. So yeah, it's for everyone. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and just to illustrate that in our own homes, it's great to use the illustration of you know, milk versus meat. You and I both have newborns, yep. literally only drinking milk. <laughs> And we also have young kids. Mm-hmm. Lois is five. Jason first grade. Is he seven? Is he seven? Yep. He's in second grade. Second grade. That's right. Second yeah. grade. Um, so what we feed Jay and Lois is much different than we're feeding yeah. our, our newborns. It's funny you say that because before I came in here, I just got off the phone with Candace, and she wants to take a first aid class for infants. Yep. Because we live so far away. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and so she wants to take a Class, well, she didn't care about Jay and Jonah, <laughs> but yeah. with Savannah, she's our only daughter. Yeah, she wants to take a first aid class so that you know if something were to happen, she would you know how to do CPR. Yeah, and so it's funny we're talking about this because, um, and because yeah. she's in that transition from milk to solid f- food. Yeah, yeah. So we feed them differently, and we don't criticize them. We're not we're not giving them a hard time. That's right. We're nourishing. We're doing the same thing. Yeah. We're just doing it in different ways. And yeah. I think that's important. Like from the sermon I listened to today, Matt Chandler, he says, I wouldn't take a T-bone steak and like shove it in my baby's mouth. Like, Isn't this going to be good? No, yeah. you're patient with them. Yeah. yeah, so what we're doing in this podcast, we want this to be accessible to all. So it'll be a little bit different here and there, I'm sure. But we, we're trying to do the same thing for everybody to help them grow and to be more mature believers. So, yeah, it's good. It's good. All right, what next? Okay, so how does meditating on our infinite God lead to right thinking and right actions? Yeah, so that was the second point of kind of our, uh, the purpose statement we gave at the beginning. So let me see if I can answer that with a few passages of Scripture. And uh, really, by doing that, I, I want to state that our, God's Word is our authority here. So as much as possible, we're going to be trying to point back to the Bible so that you see we're not just making this up. So meditating, thinking about God, leads to right belief, right actions. So a familiar verse to some people is Psalm 119.11, which says, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So when we spend time with God in his word, that, that gets stored up inside of us, which helps keep us from sinning. So we have right actions, right thoughts, not, not, not wrong ones. Uh, another verse, Romans 12, 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by, the testing, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable and perfect so as our minds over time as they're renewed they're transformed to be like God then we can think more like God and know his will and follow it okay Um, so how how can you be renewed (laughs) like from spiritual aspect of it like each day we're called to be renewed so we can be transformed Um, yeah so you're thinking like day in day out I'm spending time in the Word of God yeah yeah like morning and evening being in the Word of God taking time to read the Bible, be around other Christians, uh, so that God's word comes inside of us and we're being transformed. Like Second Corinthians eight or three eighteen, 
you know, it says we're being transformed from one degree of glory to another. Yeah. Uh, and so that picture of just the day-by-day diet of a Christian in the Word of God is that we're being renewed. Does that answer your question? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it was too obvious, but <laughs> I'm just going for like, and, and you said it at the beginning of this when you're answering this question is, um, our foundation is the Bible. Yeah. And so we have to go there. It doesn't matter if we're brilliant, if we're not uh, being founded on God's Word, then it's to no avail. Right, right, so. absolutely. I wanted to give one more passage I came across this last week uh, as I was thinking about this. In 1 Corinthians uh, 8, Paul, who's writing a letter to the church in Corinth, he's, he's addressing a specific issue about food offered to idols, but he makes this, I think it's a, a brilliant point about how right knowledge leads to and is connected to love. So he says, 1 Corinthians 8, uh, this knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone imagines that he knows something, he does not yet know it as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, he is known by God. So he's saying, if you know something and it makes you arrogant, if it puffs you up, then you don't really know it like you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. You don't know as you should. If you know as, as you should, you have true knowledge, and that leads to love. That's the, the logical, that's how the progression should be. Uh, so then what, what he does after that, I think this is brilliant, he completes that thought by saying, if we love God, what truly happens is that we are known by God. Mm. Not just that we know Him, but that He knows us. Yeah. So the creator of the entire universe knows us. We are in loving relationship with God, the Almighty, the infinite God Himself. Mm. So that's, that's what we're trying to get at. When we dwell on, meditate on God, think about God, this is what should happen. If it's right knowledge, it leads to right relationship with God, loving God, and loving other people, right thoughts, right actions. So related to that, like I've heard some people say like, okay, so they've got head knowledge, but they don't have heart knowledge. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about somebody who may say all the right things about God, but yep. you can't tell if they're really a Christian because they don't right. act like it. Right. And so, but we would say, okay, they really don't have the right head knowledge. Absolutely. Because if they had the right head knowledge, they would be changed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if, if you just have knowledge that makes you more arrogant, that's not true and right knowledge. That's what the Pharisees were. Yeah, yeah. They, Jesus said, you, you tithe, mint, and dill, and rue. Like, they're following the letter of the law, but not the intention of the law. Not the way it should be. So, yeah, I would say what we're doing in here is we're trying to think deeply, meditate deeply on God, because it leads to right beliefs and right actions. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so what about, can you unpack that, the last part, the next to last part, I guess, of our uh, mission, mission statement? statement. Uh, how does having a better understanding of God affect other areas of our lives? Okay, yeah, so I'm just going to say the mission statement again. Yeah. Um, it's to encourage the local church to right thinking and right actions by meditating on our infinite God. Because we believe that right understanding of our infinite God will give us a clear picture of everything else. And so um, did the other day I was listening to a sermon, or even in my Bible reading, um, and I thought about this analogy, this illustration, is that, you know, um, here recently uh, it's, there's been a lot of fog, especially up in the mountains, over the fields. And so in the morning I might be taking Jay to school, and I see that the, when the sun comes up, man, it just it breaks up the fog. Mm -hmm. And you can see what's in that field a lot clearer. And so that's what God's Word does, and that's what right knowledge of who God is will do in our lives. And so if yeah. we see God rightly, then everything else is going to become more clear. 
Let me jump in on that illustration okay. because uh, I think that's awesome. So when the, when the sun happens, when it does that to the fog, you you see the sun better. Yeah. You see the source better. Yeah. And you see everything else. Yeah. So I think C.S. Lewis, he said something similar to like he said, uh, I believe in God, not just because I see him, like I see the sun, but I see everything else by it. Mm. So I'm looking directly at the source. Yes, I yeah. can see the source. But not only do I see the source, I see everything else. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. That's great. And, yeah. And that's, that's exactly what I'm saying um, or, <laughs> or trying to say yeah. is that... Um, yeah, we can see our jobs more clear, clear mm-hmm. like how we're supposed to operate in our jobs. Yep. We can see how to parent better yep. if we see God better. Because God's the creator of everything. If God's really the creator of everything, mm-hmm. then knowing Him, understanding Him better, will let us understand everything else better. Yep. And so another example that's popped into my head um, is... Okay, just something that's not even spiritual. Um, humans at one time thought the earth was flat, yeah. and some do <laughs> on the internet still today. Yes, of course. Um, and so when they realized that uh, the, the earth was not flat, that it was a globe, and that the sun didn't circle us, but we circled the sun, well, just that truth of understanding that in um, physics and astronomy made everything else make more sense. Yeah. Our calendars yeah. started making more sense. And so one bit of truth gave us more information in other aspects. Right. And so if God is true, and He is, then understanding Him rightly is going to affect everything in life. Yep. Our jobs, our parenting, our money, everything. So that's the positive way to say it. Yep. And so the negative way to say it, and I'm going to quote Sha Lin, a Christian rapper. He says, if your God is not the God of the Bible, then your God is an idol. Mm, amen. And so and, and what he's saying is basically the negative version of what I just said, is that uh, what you think of who God is, is, uh, is what you're going to worship. Yeah. And so we need to be careful what we visualize God to be. We need to make sure that we visualize God not as an idol, as a fabrication, but what is the way that the Bible talks about who God is. Because we don't want to worship an idol. We want to worship the one true God, the God of the Bible. Yeah, Yeah, so just to flesh that out, like if if we think of God as just a, you know, angry person in a temple somewhere we're going to look at that god differently than if we we picture him as a you know just he's just like a divine slot machine that we just kind of roll the dice every time we pray Mm. and sometimes he throws down gifts or whatever you know but if we if we see him for who he is this all-powerful all-knowing and all-loving god who gave his own son that changes how we interact with him so how much more all the all the attributes of god all the way the bible talks about him the better we have picture him, the better we'll worship him. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yep. Okay. So why us? Why are we doing a podcast? Why us? Well, uh, I think this is fun. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this, and um, you and I, Alex, both we're, we're we share a lot of the same passions. We're passionate about the church. We're passionate about our families. Passionate about Jesus. Passionate about missions, uh, and we. Basically, we do this anyway. Just this time, we have a microphone in front of us, and we're, just we're being trying. Recorded this we're time. just being recorded, 
And this started, I think the seed of this started when we were in Mexico last year on that mission trip, mm-hmm. and the airlines messed up our flights, oh, yeah. and we had to drive, was it like 1 a.m. to 9 a.m. or something crazy? Oh, we drove all over that country. <laughs> yeah. But that last, especially that, I mean, we drove all over, but especially that last time, and you, you were like, okay, I'll drive if you'll keep me awake. Yep. And the way we kept ourselves awake was with bad coffee <laughs> and you asking just the hardest theological questions we could come up with. And we drove across the country that way, and yeah. we made it. We yeah. stayed awake. That way, I'm not thinking about how tired I am driving. Exactly. I was thinking about <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, all kinds of different things. So mm-hmm. that's one reason. Uh, and basically, I'm doing this. I talked you into doing this and twisted your arm because you decided after I came here to move to Pickens, mm-hmm. and so I had to convince you to come yep. hang out with me here. So um, yeah, that's why I think we. Do this. So I, what's well, interesting is the, that I think the, re- the reason, the real reason I'm here is I think you need to do a podcast, <laughs> and you wouldn't do it by yourself. So That's, I definitely would not do it by myself, <laughs> and I really appreciate your knowledge. What's actually what's interesting about us is like we have some education, but we're just normal people. Well, you're normal. I'm borderline, and so what I think is interesting about theology, and I told you this when we first met, like you, you were working in your own, your own carpentry business Mm -hmm. you were not a seminary graduate Mm -hmm. you were just a normal dude and yet diving deeply into theology because you wanted to know God rightly and live like we should because you know him rightly and so yeah that's why I wanted you to do this with me because I like talking to you about these kind of things and you're normal (laughs) I don't know about that yeah um, but this format of a podcast, tell me, what do you, why do you think this is a good idea? Should, should we just write a book together? Okay, so, <laughs> no. I, I, one theologian uh, said, you, you really don't know enough to write a book until you turn 70 or yeah. 60. Yeah. And so we've got, we've got a ways to go. Yep. Um, so a podcast is just middle ground. Until That's, right. Can, That's right. <laughs> gain enough wisdom to write a book. Um, yeah, so um, going back to... A little bit of what I said earlier about the purpose of this podcast is um, to grow. You know, we all are on that spectrum of either infant or um, more mature. No one's arrived. Um, And we're somewhere on that spectrum. And so we're always learning about who God is. And so this podcast, the reason we're doing a podcast is because it's an easy way for the church to get in conversation about who God is. Yeah. Because if you're a Christian, you're going to want to know who God is, period. Um, and going back, yeah, so I heard Vody Bachman one time, he was talking about a lot of times the church uh, is quickly to diagnose someone as being a pastor or should yeah. be a pastor or yeah. should go into seminary just because they, yeah. just because they have some interest right. in theology. Right. And all theology is is just the study of God. Yep. And so, really, the truth is, if you're a Christian, you should want to study theology. Yeah, that should be something reserved not, for pastors. Yeah, you yeah. might not be able to define some of the words, but you should definitely have the heart uh, to want to pursue who God is who saved you. Yep. Yep. So, that's, it's for everybody. This is helping them. But how, has this format, I mean, it's definitely been beneficial to me, other people's. Tell me about me. Have you, a podcast oh, yeah. been beneficial to you? Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I remember God really got him off. And, uh, got a hold of my heart like five years ago, and man, I was just consuming podcasts and sermons, anything I could yep. get my hands on that talked about God. And, and uh, like, I don't have a whole lot of time, especially now, 
working, you know, over 40 hours a week, have three kids, and in seminary, and um, I just, I don't have a whole lot of time to read, and so what I have found really beneficial is podcasts. Yeah. So I can be driving, I can just listen to a podcast, yeah. or if I'm doing some work, if it's, especially if it's mundane, uh, like cutting grass mm-hmm. or assembling 150 parts of the same thing, <laughs> yeah. I just throw in my earbuds yeah. and listen to a sermon or a podcast. And so yeah. I have found it definitely um, uh, easy uh, format to uh, consume and uh, get in the conversation about who God is. Yeah. And speaking of format, so we, in kind of planning this, uh, you were the one that kind of laid out the format we're following here. So tell us a little about why you wanted to do it this way. Okay, yeah, so if you haven't caught on yet, what we're doing is we're taking turns asking each other questions. Yep. And so um, we are, because neither one of us really are the authority yeah. or really... Um, um, we're co-hosts. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so we're interviewing each other. Yep. And, uh, and so I think I really like the question-answer format because... That's the way my brain works. Yeah. It's, um, why should I do it this way? Why is this beneficial? Why, who, what, yeah. when? And so when we can ask these kind of questions, um, it helps me kind of digest some of the deeper things. Yeah, I think it's good. And there's a, I think there's an important place in the church for the sermon. I think I've been studying this a lot recently now, kind of five years into doing this, uh, preaching every week. I've been studying a little bit more about like why I should do that. And that may be a different podcast somewhere else. But just briefly yeah. to say, there's a there's a, a role for the heralding, the proclamation of God's word. Yes. Where it is it is one directional. This mm-hmm. is God's word spoken and proclaimed over you. And that's important. But that's not what we're doing. No. This is conversational. And I, yeah. I found that um, both are crucial for my walk with the Lord. Mm. That, that God's word is proclaimed over me. Yeah. But then I got a chance to digest that and bounce it off somebody and say... Yeah. I think it's kind of like this. And then somebody say, well, no, it's kind of like this. And we try to digest that. Because I think until you are in conversation, you don't really understand it. You know? And that's also the purpose of the body. The purpose yes. of the church is to edify one another, push each other. And um, you can't do that unless you're rubbing uh, shoulders with one another. Yeah. And in our age, this modern age, uh, this is one way you can do that. It's yep. through podcasts. Get in yep. the conversation and uh, think about something um, and like, is that, is that the right way? Is yep. that the way the Bible talks about it? Um, and so it can be helpful for, uh, the way we should do things and the way we shouldn't do things is being yep. in conversation about it. Yeah. And so, yeah, technology of our age makes this possible. We listen to other people's this and ours, et cetera. But, um, specific to our culture nowadays, what, what, what makes the topic of our conversation relevant to today's age? What do you see in our culture, uh, about why we should do this kind of podcast now? Okay, so yeah, um, there's a lot of bad theology out there, especially Absolutely. in our day. Um, if you Google um, a topic, especially about um, God, there's no telling what you'll get. Dangerous. There's a lot yeah. of bad theology out there, and you can't trust everything you read. Um, you really need to know your sources, like who wrote that. Yep. And uh, where are they Jehovah's Witness? Are they Mormon? Are they a devil worshiper. You don't know. Right. And so there's a lot of bad theology out there. And there's a, a lot of people who um, claim Christianity, but they care more about prosperity yep. than God. And so we have to be careful um, 
And so we, truth cuts, and um, we need to we need to have that truth in our life because um, it can be a scalpel that cuts away cancer, um, and we should let truth do that. And so we need to find every avenue in in our day to uh, proclaim that truth and be in conversation for that truth. So in our busy world, a podcast creates space to be in conversation about God and push us to think deeper about how big our infinite God is. Yeah, amen. Okay, so um, why title this podcast Our Infinite God? Is it because you're the pastor of infinity? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the point. <laughs> yeah, so our church is named Infinity Church, uh, and I wasn't here for the naming of that nine years ago, but I think it's a great name for a church because it's a reference to this attribute of God. So by naming our podcast Our Infinite God, I'm drawing that connection a little more clearly. Uh, And what we're saying is that we want to spend the majority of our time on this podcast talking about our infinite God. And when we say God is infinite, what we're saying is that uh, He is infinite in all of His attributes, like wisdom, holiness, and power. Uh, God is infinite, not bound by space and time. He's infinite in that He's incomprehensible. Uh, so literally taking the, the title Our Infinite God for a podcast means we will never run out of content. Mm. Um, so we are yeah. finite, which means we won't be able to do this forever, but it won't be for lack of content. It'll just be that we don't last forever. Um, so what we're doing, we're talking about how awesome God is. Essentially, that is a foretaste of what we do in eternity. We, yeah. we worship God. So I, I don't know what that's going to look like and how we grow in knowledge of God in, in heaven with that. But essentially for all of eternity, we're going to be beholding our God. Yeah. So that's, that's for the benefit of being able to do this. Yeah, I've, I remember it kind of struck me because I grew up thinking like, oh man, heaven's going to be so boring. <laughs> yeah. All we're going to do is like sit on clouds and play. Yeah, play harps. These yeah. boring guitars <laughs> that are harps. Yeah. And, and yeah, and as I uh, dove deeper into Scripture and listening to sermons, um, it, that's not what it is. Like, if there were was day and night, then every single day we wake up, we would be blown away by a yeah. new revelation of who God is and how yeah. great He is. Yeah, deeper and deeper. And yeah. and because God is infinite, then knowledge of Him is infinite. Yeah. And I'm basically just restating what you just said. <laughs> no, that's but great. but it's it's huge because it, heaven's not going to be boring. There's going to be stuff to do. There's going to be knowledge of God that we have to be uh, filled to a greater capacity just to attain it. Yep. And so, yeah, um, our God is infinite, and it's good to talk about it. Yeah, and that's what we'll do, I think, in the next episode is try to unpack that attribute of God, God being infinite. Awesome. Yeah, that's good. I look forward to in it. In your study of uh, heaven, did you figure out if we get cooler guitars than the harps? Do you get to bring your electric guitar? I don't know. What about your mandolin? That's got to be a heaven instrument. Uh, yeah. I love that thing. At least the harmonica. <laughs> but definitely I don't know. not I have the banjo. Thought about that. You're not bringing your banjo. You, you think <laughs> banjo is de- damned? Condemned? Yeah, it'll be condemned. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. Deliverance. That's the reason banjos are condemned because <laughs> that one movie. Yeah. yeah. Did I tell you that what's the difference between a banjo player and a pizza? A large pizza? What? Uh, a large pizza can feed a family of four. <laughs> oh, wow. 
That's that's terrible. It is terrible. I got yeah. that from a banjo player, to be fair. Yeah? Yeah. So I have been playing banjo here for worship. Are you just like being passive aggressive <laughs> right now and like saying I need to stop playing the banjo? I'm saying you need to play more mandolin. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Well, cool, man. It's been fun. Yeah. Dwell. I've had a blast. I look forward to doing this some more. All right. Well, until next time, dwell on our infinite God. Amen. Amen.